This Day in History class is a production of iHeartRadio. Hey, y'all. I'm closing out the decade from the comfort of my own home. But I'm so glad that you made it to the end of the year with me. And still, the show must go on. So let's get into the last episode of the year. Today is December 31st, 2019. The day was December 31st, 1953. Hewlin Jack was sworn in as borough president of Manhattan, making him the highest-ranking Black elected municipal official in the U.S. at the time. Jack was born in St. Lucia. Jack's father was a minister and was active in Marcus Garvey's Universal Negro Improvement Association. Jack's family spent time on various Caribbean islands, but when he was a teenager, he accompanied his father on a trip to New York City and stayed there even after his father returned to the Caribbean. Jack's plan was to get an American education, to find work, and to become involved in politics, and he immediately set about reaching all of those goals. Jack enrolled in the New York Evening High School and got his diploma in 1929. He later took evening classes at New York University, where he completed three years of study toward a bachelor's degree in business administration. Jack found work at a paper box factory, and he managed to work his way from being a box cutter there to being the vice president of sales. But as he witnessed more racism and discrimination, Jack turned toward a political career. In 1930, Jack joined the Democratic Party. The next year, he became a U.S. citizen. In 1934, he married Gertrude Hewitt, with whom he had one child. She died in 1937, and four years later, he married Almira Wilkinson. They also had one child together. Jack entered politics as millions of Black people left the Republican Party to vote for Democrat Franklin D. Roosevelt as president. He did face racism as he became more involved in the Democratic Party, but in 1940, he was elected to represent Harlem in the New York State Assembly. He served as an assemblyman from 1941 to 1953, after being re-elected several times. He became known as a Tammany Hall operative. Tammany Hall was the Democratic Party political machine that had a lot of control in New York City and state politics from the late 18th century to the 1960s. The organization was known for its support of impoverished people and immigrants, as well as its corruption. But Jack was also known for his advocacy for bills that struck down segregation and discrimination. In 1953, as the Republicans moved toward choosing a Black candidate for president of the borough of Manhattan, the Democratic Party decided to run Jack for office. He won the election, becoming the first Black person to hold the office. Jack was the first Black American to hold a major city elective post since Reconstruction. It was a major win, as the office came with a decent salary of $25,000 and a lot of recognition and power. During his time in office, many improvements were made to the infrastructure in Manhattan, and more public housing was made available. Even though some of the projects he supported proved controversial, he was re-elected to a second term in 1957. But during this term, he ran into a political scandal that had an impact on his position. Jack was convicted of accepting an illegal gift of $4,500 after a contractor refused to accept payment for renovations on his apartment. At this point, Tammany Hall's power was waning, and some people were accusing Jack of being an Uncle Tom for working within the system. 
He resigned as borough president in 1960, but he continued in politics and made good with constituents. Despite becoming involved in another scandal, Jack argued that so much heat was on him because of his race. He was re-elected to the New York State Assembly in 1968, and he continued serving as district leader of the Democratic Party, a position he held from 1946 to 1972. But Jack would become embroiled in political scandal yet again in 1972, when he was wrapped up in conflict of interest charges related to a community service firm that he was a partner in. He was convicted and sentenced to three months in federal prison, which he served in 1973. Jack went on to advise other politicians, endorse the controversial Lyndon H. LaRouche Jr. for the presidential nomination in 1980, and become the founder and executive board member of the Schiller Institute, a political and economic think tank. Jack died in New York City in 1986. His involvement in political scandals, the decline of the Tammany Hall political machine, changes to how political power was organized, and a shifting landscape of race and politics all complicated his legacy. I'm Eve Jeffcoat, and hopefully you know a little more about history today than you did yesterday. And if you want to send us a note on social media, you can do that at T-D-I-H-C podcast on Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram, or you can shoot us an email at thisday at iheartmedia.com. Thanks, as always, for listening to the show, and we'll see you again tomorrow. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows.